Welcome to this episode of The Growth Cast. It is me, Jackson Campbell, here on a beautiful Saturday, a Wednesday morning, though this episode will drop on a Saturday. It is a beautiful Saturday morning here, and I'm here with Dallas Pruitt. I'm very lucky to be back for another Saturday extended cut with him. Dallas, how are you, bro? Dude, I'm doing great. It is uh, it's a wonderful day. It's gotten cold. It's getting cold in, in my hometown. Is it? Uh, we're, we're rolling into fall. Um, leaves haven't changed yet, but it is like super super wet outside and yeah. i freaking love it because i get to wear hoodies to get brisk. And, yeah you know so yeah, football season back on. it's great dude. yes good stuff as you guys noticed dallas we didn't have an extended cut last week with dallas um he was out of town and i'm going to get into that in just a minute his trip that he had i definitely have some questions for him about his trip but before we before we dive into that make sure that you rate and review the podcast if you haven't yet and share it with those that you think could benefit from the podcast um, but let's dive in. I'm really excited to talk to you about your trip, Dallas. I know you take these trips a, a couple times a year. Maybe it's just once a year. Yeah. Uh, how often How often do you go on these hunting trips? Honestly, the style of hunt that I just did, I don't do very often. Um, typically, I got four kids and you know work and everything else. So it's hard for me to get out of service and like disconnect yeah. at the level that I did this last week. But I was lucky enough um, and we planned accordingly to be able to go, go to the back country of Wyoming. Um, for those that don't know, that's a state in the United States of America. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, it was awesome, dude. It was yeah. so great. It was, it was freaking unbelievable. Um, GPS didn't have service. You know, I think it's rare that like a lot of people get into a spot where you you're literally in like a roadless, like just completely out of civilization where you don't have yeah. any contact. Um, and I would highly recommend it for everyone, but it was, it was awesome, dude. Loved it. Why it would you, why would, what would you, that's a, that, let's lead into that. Let's lead into that. Why would you recommend, why would you recommend that for everyone? Oh man. I just think that, um, most people don't even know what it's like to go an hour without having service on their phone or, you know, if their battery dies or something like that. I mean, there's these disorders that literally exist now where panic attacks, you know, ensue and people's batteries die on their phone. So, um, to, to do something where you, even if you wanted to, like you, you can't find service or gain access to all of those things that you're bombarded with or enticed by, um, yeah. every day. Like, and I also think it's just, you know, the relationship with yourself is the hardest one to cultivate that, you know, being, being comfortable with you and being real with you, um, quietness provides you the reality of that, right? Like you're left to nothing, but just your relationship with yourself, yeah. your thoughts, the conversation you're having. And, uh, you know, so many people distract themselves from engaging in that relationship and cultivating a stronger relationship with oneself. Um, I think unknowingly, like people just that a lot of what we do is literally a distraction subconsciously from doing the work necessary to have a really good relationship with who you are and being comfortable of where you're at and, and, or uncomfortable, if you will, of where you're at, um, and sitting in the reality of that, knowing that like your potential is way higher than what you're performing and that there's work ahead. And I mean, everything we talk about, right? Like, I, I don't, I mean, that's a great loaded question because, um, it was a great answer. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Dude, let me just Tough, comment man. on that really quick before, before you move on here, dude, you, you talk about being away from civilization, not having any service, letting your cell phone die, whatever, whatever may happen. What, what it's sounding like to me, dude, 
is it sounding like it's almost necessary to have extended amounts of stillness, like extended time oh, of yeah. stillness. You know, we one of the books of the month of the multifamily mindset is stillness is the key, right? And it talks about making sure you have still moments every single day and like really connecting with yourself and being still and getting rid of all those distractions. But what you're talking about is an extended period of time where you have those things removed. Oh man. And I think that stillness is the key is a great title. Um, and, and that book is all about stillness and what I, you know, part of what I experienced the last six, six days. Um, but the reason it's key is because if you want to become the best version of yourself, like you have to be comfortable in, in who you are. And, and again, like getting to know you is the hardest person to get to know. Um, and it's the scariest process for, for most people um, in those initial stages. You know, it's like we run subconsciously or consciously from um, our problems, from our mistakes, yeah. um, from our errors, because, um, you know, we just want to stay safe. We want it's to stay easy safe. to do now yeah. as well, man. It's so easy to run from your mistakes. It's so easy to run from your problems. In, it's so easy because it's literally in your pocket. And it's you so easy to live in a, and, yeah, and, live and in a fog. Be dist- uh-huh. Totally. And be distracted from it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, man, that's one, that's one of the main reasons why I love those types of trips yeah. is because it gives me a, a really good opportunity to get back in check with that, that most important relationship. And, and for me, that most important relationship is God. And then secondary is me, you know, like the relationship with me. Um, and so I really loved that about the trip is it gave me an opportunity to really gut check my relationship with myself awesome. and sift through some of the things that have been weighing heavy on me and just gain clarity, man. Like in order to gain clarity, yeah, you've got to, you've got to create distance. Um, man, and that was a really easy way for me to create distance. And that's a great takeaway from this episode already. An easy way to create clarity is to create distance from what? Distance from all the distraction and all the noise, right? And like, even again, even even the problem. Even the or, problem. Or the, or the difficulty. Removing yourself totally. from the difficulty for a while. Yeah, no, totally. And then, and the, but then by doing that, you actually can really address the problem yeah. a lot better. Um, and so, and sometimes things that you think are problems aren't problems. And so it just, again, clarity gives you like this opportunity to realize what truly are the problems. And, and they're a lot fewer than what you think sometimes because of that noise. And then, and then being able to, you know, be better equipped when you go back, um, to know what is right, what you need to do. So, yeah. 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 Very so Dal, you the such a good answer to the first question of why you go out there and do what you do, but what is it that you're out there doing? Why, why do you go? What is it that you're yeah. hunting? What is that? What is that? What so do do? I was, this was the first time I, I archery hunt. Um, I, I, I would like to consider part of my identity. I'm an archer. Um, I try and, uh, I've, I've had some success over the years, nothing in comparison to, you know, the greats or anything like that. But I, I have, um, harvested a few animals with my bow, which is a challenge in and of itself. But this time it was a bull elk. This is the first time I've ever had a bull elk tag. And a bull elk is a different beast. You hunt them different than the animal that I'm used to, which is a, a mule deer. Um, and the hardest part is they live in holes. I just call them holes. They live in holes. Uh, so we camped, we camped at like 8,000 feet. Um, and then we had to hike up a canyon every morning 
up this drainage. And then we had to go, you know, 2000 feet straight vertical to get up to this saddle and then go up over the top because the elk aren't going to live where people are driving, where the roads are. Right. So you have to go back in there. And then once you get in there, you have to drop back down 2000 feet because they're living in the bottom of the Canyon where it's nice and cool. And they've created wallows. They're weird. They like to roll in mud and, and cover themselves and smell. And, and, and so anyways, um, that in and of itself was just like a mental challenge every day is just to like wake up and go no you had like this hard go through a grind to even get yeah. into the area where they were at so yeah it was awesome it was a cool experience um but elk yeah they are probably one of the most a bull elk is one of the most challenging hunts i've been on so far for sure it yeah. had me questioning my my sanity um because you hear them and you see them and you think, well, this should be pretty easy. And dude, they're not big by accident. They, they're smart animals. Um, lots that that's their domain, you know, as, as evolved as I am, um, yeah. I, I am less evolved in that specific environment. And, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty humbling. It was a pretty humbling experience. <laughs> okay. So this, okay. So you go out there, you, so essentially you're out there putting yourself through, some pretty tough hiking, some yeah. pretty tough climate. So it sounds like you're camping. So beautiful misery is what I called it. I think on misery. mindset monthly this, yeah. this month with our network, I, I think I called it beautiful misery. That's what you're going through. What, what do you gain from that? Yeah, I gained a ton. Um, it's one of the, one of the biggest things that I gain is I, I am able to come out of that experience with an increased confidence in my, my ability to do hard things. Um, and so, you know, I'm going through that, that experience on purpose, not just the, and the purpose isn't just to harvest an animal. The, the purpose is to challenge myself. I mean, I think it would be the same as if somebody chose to run a marathon, right? Like that is my version of a marathon. Um, so I gained a ton. One, I gained an increased ability to speak to myself the right way right? Because you're not going to get through six days of grinding like that. If you have a negative conversation with yourself, yeah. with the opportunities you're, you're creating, um, you're, you're not going to be able to do that. And so I think one of the biggest takeaways is I come out of the, out of that hard experience that I went into on purpose with an increased ability to talk to myself properly about hard things. Um, I have an increase in gratitude, right? I see all this beauty. I see all this. It's it, you can't focus on the negative because again, you would get in the truck and you would go home. Do you experience hard things? Yeah. Is it hard? And can you get a little negative for sure? But if you allow yourself to go down that route, you're going to get in the truck and you're going to drive home after two or three days of doing it. Right. The only thing that keeps you going is that story you're telling yourself, that optimism, that, um, uh, that, that positivity, that gratitude. And so it gives me a, it just increases my consciousness to, to be able to do that better, um, and, and see the results that come from it. Right. Um, physically, dude, my body benefited from it. Yeah. It was broke down, but just like any other, you know, muscle, these muscles, when they were broke down, they were able to come back stronger. Um, it was a great, it was a great, uh, weight loss exercise for six days. <laughs> it was, you know, but, um, dude, it also increased my, this is weird, but it increased my love for my job. It increased my love for my family. Um, it increased my love for my friends. It increased my love for my neighborhood. Um, and so that was going to be my, that was gonna be my yeah. next question. What, what, what'd you benefit from it? What, 
it's out that obviously you go out there and it's so hard and you take all this time away from your family, away from your passions, away from your work. And you, and you take this time to go do it obviously because you know, you benefit from it. Totally. Um, so yeah, dude, what are some of those benefits that you get from, from hunting? Yes. So again, an increase, um, in gratitude and love for all these things that maybe, and I bring that back up because the reason that's such a benefit is because it is actually a trap that we fall into when we're in the thick of it, when we're in the day to day, right? We, we fall into the trap of thinking that our work sucks. Um, and that's a loaded statement. I mean, there's lots of different reasons why we would pinpoint why it sucks. Um, you know, or my family and my kids and all these irritations that come from like just running around and doing X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, it's funny. You get out of that, you get away from it. And with an increase in gratitude, because of the distance that you've created, all of a sudden you, you start to notice and recognize the blessings, all those things provide all of those things are. And so again, creating distance, like it's just such an important piece to growing to, you know, and I think, I, yeah. I, but I also think like, I mean, this is going to get deep, but we think of growth and we think of like adding to adding to adding to adding to um, literally like physical, tangible things, yeah. whether it's monetary. Well, um, when you think growth, you think something getting larger. Yes. But it's like, yeah, there's this mental component to it in terms of like, some things are already very large. It's just you that lacks. It's just you. That's the growth that that type of experience provides me is an, a better understanding of growth on a broad scale, which is again, I actually have a ton of abundance already. And I think if we were really going to kind of bring it back to some terminology that we use often, you know, a scarcity mindset, um, go on a trip to the back country of Wyoming and reflect, and you will, you will recognize how susceptible every single one of us is to numbingly adopting a scarcity mindset about our lives. Yeah. And you don't, you don't have the opportunity to recognize or notice that unless you proactively go out and do something like doesn't have to be what I did, but do something like I did. Difficult. Difficult. Exactly. Something that's yeah. shitty, something that's hard, something Love that's, it. that's not, I mean, nobody's watching, right? Nobody's right. watching. I'm not calling somebody and giving them an update. I'm not, there's nothing glorious about what I'm doing. There's nothing. I, I don't get any recognition. I don't, right. it's just, it's just me and the elements and that's it. And so to be able to go do that and reflect without any distraction of something like that or anything else, it just really puts a lot of things in perspective and in check, man. Like, it's like, you want to grow your perspective. You want to gain perspective. Then, then you need to challenge yourself to, to doing something like this. You need yeah. to create distance. You need to give yourself a better yeah. platform to increase your perspective and increase your recognition and your ability to notice, um, how abundant you have it versus yeah. how, you know, how scarce you have it. You dude, one of the things that I realized when I just did that Spartan race, right? You're talking about something hard you did. And it's kind of reminded me of this. 
is I didn't really understand what my abilities were until I pushed it to complete exhaustion, right? Or complete failure or pushed it as hard, as hard, as hard as I could. And that goes for anybody in any aspect and anything that they're trying to accomplish and any, and anything they're trying, any endeavor they're trying to take down is you, you've got to push yourself to that point of failure. So you know what you're capable of. I didn't even know I was capable of going as far as I did. You probably didn't know you were capable to be able to hike up and down these valleys. I never thought we were going to go 45 miles in six days. 45 miles. Yeah, 45 miles in six days. I didn't have a number that I had like notched up where I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, that's all I can do. I just kept going. Um, And I think that is a huge benefit, Jax, like you said. Um, how do you know what you're capable of when you haven't pushed yourself to complete exhaustion? You know, and so- I, I think that that's one lesson that whether it was you in the Spartan race or, or me and, and, you know, my hunt or anybody else doing something that's, that's like one of those things, um, that is a huge gain, which is you start to understand that really my physical limitations, that's not what limits me. It it's, it's actually the mental block. It's actually this mindset component. And that's why it's so crucial to study. You, you talked to a group of individuals this week where you you gave the invite, like, Hey, I invite you to study mindset. I invite you to study the things that work and really compartmentalize them, put them into practice and build on them. And and it's, it's why we don't keep our mouth shut. It's why we, you know, do what we do every single week here is because you don't know, you don't really know what you're capable of until you try. Like, and not just try, but like try a little harder and then try a little harder. And then, but, but also like, that's one thing that it provided me is like, I had no other option. We always give ourselves an out there. I just didn't have an out. So it's like when I hiked, you know, there was one day where we hiked about, oh, it was like five and a half miles up and over this giant mountain and then down into this drainage. We just kept following bugles. And I mean, we, we were zoned out. It was just like, we were locked in on a bugle. We weren't logging miles. We were just going, but then we got down in this hole. And I remember looking at my buddies and I was like, holy shit. Like, how did we end up here? And then all of a sudden it hits you and it's like, oh, I have to get back. Like we have to hike out of here. And if we kill an elk, we have to pack this thing out of here. Holy crap. Right. And a little bit of panic, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of, you know, just like fear set, not a little bit, a lot settles in, but then you're like, I have no other option. And what was cool. And this was something that I had, you know, wanted to kind of come full circle with is it mattered that we got back. Why? Well, dude, because we had no other option. I have a family, my trucks back at base camp, all of our foods back there. There's no other option. Like literally I had no out. So mentally I had to get myself into a zone that like, I don't normally get into and it mattered enough. And so we, we got out of there, right? Like there's just no other option. So the whole point is if it matters, you're going to make time and you're you're for whatever it is, and you're going to find a way. And that's one thing that's cool about a, a situation or an experience that you proactively put yourself into like that is you start to really grasp how that works, not because somebody's telling you, but because you're physically and mentally, you threw yourself into that situation and now you have no other option. And that's why I would invite anybody to go do something like that is because you don't know what you're capable of until you put yourself into a situation to figure out what you're capable of. You can hear about it. You can talk about it, but you've got to proactively find an experience like a Spartan race or a hunt in the back country or a marathon or whatever the hell it is, you have to proactively find something like that 
and then throw yourself straight into it yep. and see what happens. Then you'll you know. will benefit. You will, yeah. you will, you will understand everything that we're talking about in a greater depth, but you'll also be able to understand it and be able to use those things and it'll benefit. It'll you be personal to you. It's not going to yeah. be a story that somebody like Jackson or Dallas or Tyler right. or Rowan or whoever told you it's for you. You will know. And yep. that is the difference maker. So that's an invite of itself, you know, and an actual end of itself is like, pick something, stretch it, do something completely beyond what you've ever done before and just throw yourself into it and embrace the hell out of the failure that's going to come through it. Um, because that's, yeah, that's, that's the other piece, you know, to kind of like end the story. I came home with no elk. I came home a better person. I came home with lots of cool pictures of sunsets and elk and animals and all sorts of stuff, things that other people I'm sure, because they have poor definitions of success would have said, well, that sucks, but dude, it was so amazing. And yes, I failed, but it made me that much much more motivated to go back out and strive for better failure the next time. Um, because of all the things that, that I gained from it and all the clarity and all the gratitude and all the transformation that I gained from that experience. And, and again, I'd throw out the invite to anybody to go find their elk hunt, you know, go do something like that, go find their Spartan race. Um, something that's cool that we're planning on doing. I mean, this is like worth the invite for anybody that's part of our network and, and really anybody that just even want to reach out. I mean, we plan, you know, as a team to go out and do a Spartan race once a year, you know, and Jackson and I, and, and, and really his team out there more heavily because they're they're together day to day. Um, we're going to go do it again, you know, because yep. again, culturally within our company, culturally within our, our circle, um, that's just, we know, we, do. we know what comes, yep. We know what comes from it. And so we don't shy away from it. We embrace it. And uh, we, we invite everybody else to do the same. Yep, yep, totally. Yep, exactly. Dallas, thank you so much, man, um, for talking about your experience there, hunting, all those things that you learned, um, a bunch of really great takeaways from this from this episode. But ultimately, the invite to go find whatever it is, is your elk hunt. And find your heart, man. Hard. Yeah, find your heart and go do it and learn from it and grow from it. Dallas, thank you so much. Everybody listening, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you. Please, again, just another reminder to rate, review, and share the episode so we can, so as many people can benefit from Dallas's wisdom, Tyler's wisdom um, as much as possible. So please do share. We appreciate you for listening. Have a great rest of the day. Take care. Y'all.